0: He'll make it all right make it all right Whatever you want, Whatever you want. God, is able. God is able Whatever you need, Whatever you need. He'll supply, He'll supply. Whatever, is Whatever is broken He can fix it, he can fix it. Uh, through our app, and um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well uh, give the website and on our app, uh, Givelify. Shall we pray? Oh, gracious Father in heaven, we thank you again for last week, and Lord, we thank you for allowing us to see uh, the new day for a new week, Lord, upon us. And we ask you for your blessing of this week. Peace, power, presence, Lord, for us. We face this new week, Lord. We know we came through last week. Still may we have to face what we had last week, Lord. We know we face it not alone, but with you. Oh, God, we love you. We thank you. Bless this week, feeble servant that I am. Give me strength from on high, Lord, to graciously say something to be a blessing for someone out there under the sound of my voice. Oh, God, we love you and we thank you. Not like the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart. Be acceptable in thine sight, O oh, my Savior, my Redeemer. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Glad to be with you again. Um, this last Sunday of the month, first month of the year, uh, we're still in our monthly series. The last, well, we will may be maybe going into next month, actually next month, with this series, but Faithful in Stewardship. And our uh, theme still for the year. Living Faithfully in 23, uh, church motto, Plan the Work and Work the Plan. Uh, today, we we'll are be in the book of Matthew 18, 18 to, through 20. And um, next week, the Lord says the same, uh, Ecclesiastes 3, read that entire chapter. I may mean, pick up, pinpoint uh, for our text next week, verse 1. Uh, but I may do one through five, but read the entirety of Ecclesiastes for next week. The Lord says the same. But today, Matthew chapter 18, beginning with the verse 18, I'll be reading the CSB translation. Whatever translation you have, we ask you to follow along. Uh, verse 18 says, Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will have been loosed in heaven. Again, truly, I tell you, if two of you on earth agree about any matter that you pray for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there among the, um, the grass withers and the flower fades away but the word of our God shall stand forever. I want to tag this text uh, for a few minutes with Pastor Mac podcast. Be intentional. Be intentional. There comes a time in every man's life, every woman's life when he or she has to come to grips with you have to get up in the morning and go to work. You have to prepare for your job. You have to prepare breakfast if you want to eat. You have to take a shower to smell good. Spraying body, spray over a non-showered body, it just won't smell good. You have to make the time and take the time to prepare yourself for all of that. You have to be intentional about the actions you take for certain chapters in your life. Raising kids, you have to be intentional about raising kids. Marriage, you have to be intentional about being married. Reading your word. Coming to church, praying on a daily basis. You have to be intentional about all of that by which you are in, uh, capable of doing. Well, giving thanks must be intentional. Praise is and must be intentional. And this morning, this text actually gives the proper engagement and actions when the church acts in accordance with the scripture to promote God's glory and the good of a gone astray or as we Baptists use the term, black backslidden member. Heaven backs up the church. Let me re, let me rewind a little bit. Uh intentionality must be in the church. And this particular verse, uh though out of context when we use it most of the times, we always skip down to uh, whether there's two or three gathered in my name. We like to use that. But this verse in chapter, if you read the verses ahead, uh, deal with a Christian, and time will permit me to get deeply into that, uh, a Christian brother or sister who's gone astray, who's out of accordance with the church. And Jesus is giving the bi- guidelines by which things are to be done. He's telling the disciples what to do in the case of somebody who's gone astray he's telling them this what you do for those who have gone out of the wheel of god disobedience that is seen disobedience that is known jesus is given uh, an intentional progression of actions an intentional engagement with the scripture. Again, we have used this and misused this context, the scripture, just to fit if nobody is at church, if two or three are gathered. And that's well and good. It still for and I'll get to some of that um in a minute, the theology behind that, the context of the scripture, but we must always remember to be in context and write content with the word of God. So Jesus tells Matthew writes, uh, backslidden member, heaven backs up the church if they doing in accordance with what he says. If two or three under the umbrella of the church gather, agree, pray about a matter based on the application of God's word, the Son of God will show up and validate it. Anything God has authorized to be bound and loose when the church makes an early request for heavenly intervention. The church, again, must be intentional about everything we do in accordance with the word of God. Well, let me give you a few things and I'll be out your hair. But first, there's intentional living. Look at first at verse 18. Truly, I tell you, Jesus talking, whatever you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth would have been loosed in heaven. The first ability, of Jesus explained the disciples, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. The, the disciples could bind, lock, or invest things on earth and redeem them in the kingdom of heaven. Again, time will permit me to go deeper in that I do a whole series just on this, but in other words, the moments, the resources, the actions that the disciples bind and dedicate to God in this life on earth shall be bound and saved in the kingdom of heaven. This may mean that whatever the disciples do for the kingdom on earth will be part of their reward in heaven as Jesus taught his disciples in his sermon on the mounts. The idea of binding and loosening They translated forbid and permit, uh, reminiscent of Matthew earlier, chapter 16, 19, where these words are also used. These words relate to the authority given to the church. The idea is to communicate the seriousness of church discipline, because church discipline relates to the concepts of forgiveness of sins and one's eternal destiny. it's a whole lot there to unpack, but... They want to tell you now what, what, how you live and how you affect the kingdom, affect people's eternity, <laughs> affects our eternity, forgiveness of sins. We've been dealing with forgiveness in our Bible study, Bible school, in the book of Philemon. Now and Onesimus, is, Paul says, forgive him. Tells Philemon, forgive him. Isn't it funny that a whole lot of things that we do in this life it requires some forgiveness. I don't know anybody yet who's been alive who has not needed forgiveness, nor has asked for forgiveness. Jesus telling them that they would have access to whatever they needed from heaven to accomplish God's will on earth, and their acts of love and service on earth would have eternal significance in heaven. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I put my notes that discipline sometimes a scary process, but we should properly proceed. And we should be confident in knowing that Jesus is sovereign and is involved in the process. He is not left alone, nor has he left the church unattended. And, and sometimes we don't, uh, um, we don't want discipline somebody we know of. We want to not hurt anybody's feelings, but Jesus is saying whatever you do for the kingdom will be stored in heaven. <laughs> be bound, bounded, locked up. What I was locked up on earth, be locked in, what, in heaven, what you do, what we, we got to be in a mindset to be intentional, um, about what we do for the church. And that means living, intentional living. That means we got to have a focus to live what the word says to live. Hmm. That's what it said. That's what it said. Um, Paul, Paul, we, we got all this spiritual, what matter of fact, Paul said, and, uh, 10th chapter of second Corinthians that uh, he indicated our warfare is not against flesh and blood, but it's along spiritual lines. We're warring against evil authorities and powers in high places. But, but Jesus is saying we have the power to bring them under control in our own lives if we reckon ourselves dead unto sin. And alive unto God. I've said it many a minute on Sunday. I've been here seven years and we, we have always preached that you got to make sure your life is reckoning, that your life is dead to sin, that your life, you reckon with the flesh, try to get it under control, be in one accord with the word of God. and, 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 and so we must be that. We must tell other people that. There's not one of us that has any excuse for not being all that God intends us to be. Someone has well said that we are as victorious as we want to be. I'm going to say that again. Preach Pastor Mac. I'm doing the best I can. We are as victorious as we want to be. No matter what you have been, no matter how weak, how failing, how faltering you have been, exactly exactly. As victorious as you want it to be, for that is granted to us in Jesus Christ to bind every contrary force, every evil motive in our life and to loose the flood of the Spirit's power through us. And not only in our lives, but in others as well. That was good stuff right there. See that again. You are as victorious as you want to be. And I'm moving on. I tell you, you're a winner. <laughs> even if it looked like you lost, you still a winner. That's why the victory is more the mindset. Your victory begins in your mind. You be as victorious as you want to be because of your mind. Because Jesus has given us the power. That's why I can't uh, hang too much with these low-life Christians, these low-talking Christians, these low-living Christians. Because you're not using the power God has given you. That's why you... Choose defeat instead of victory. That's why your power has not only no power in your life, but you can't affect anybody else's life because you have no power. But God has given us Jesus, the power of the Spirit through us. And secondly, intentional prayer. Look at verse 19 again. Truly, I tell you, if you on earth, two of you on earth agree about any matter, That you pray for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. (laughs) So, the matters, again, speaking of this Christian that's out of source, if you get together and pray about this thing, two other agree on this matter, you can take care of that matter. (laughs) Will be done for you. See, some things you can't take as word because you got to look at the person who's saying it. Preach Pastor Mac, I'm doing the best I can. But right here, Jesus said, it will be done. For you, by my father, and that's a guarantee. I don't know about you, but I look to see who's saying what they're saying. One Christian praying alone is of great effect. What about where two or three or more gather together? It is here evident that there's an amazing arithmetic, there's some good math about prayer. Yeah, you know, and I, I put some in my nose about. Yeah, people can pray about themselves, yes, but you can't agree with yourself. You have to be in agreement with somebody. Yeah, that's why church becomes very intentional because together we pray for the same matter and we pray for the same issues and we pray for the same circumstances and God will answer our prayer. He said, it will be done. (laughs) We use it so flippantly that Matthew 18 They seem to assure small meetings of Christians that God is with them. It's kind of disturbing because it twists the solemn passage into a cliche. No doubt, no doubt, God is present within a legitimate meeting of his people. Whatever the size, there is no need to mishandle scripture, though, to prove it. Taking out this passage out of context cheapens it and profanes the sacred duty of the church to maintain the harmony of his interpersonal relationship. Well, can I expound on that for a minute? Um, 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 due to this pandemic, this COVID we had to go through, um, we had to face some new things. Church was one of them where we couldn't gather together wholly. We couldn't gather together like we wanted to, or we were used to doing. So a lot of folk just got lazy. They were lazy before COVID, but a lot of folk lazy now. Instead of coming to church, I pray at the house. I pray, watch church. It's not the same. Paul said in Hebrews, forsake not the assembly, right? It said, well, two or three, you got to be together with the church. It's the duty of the church to maintain our interpersonal relationships, our fellowship with one another in uh, coordinating congregational, uh, corporate worship. That's what we gotta be, gotta do. And prayer is one of the vehicles by which we use to assess our relationship with one another. Prayer, prayer is authority. Authority which operates in mystery. It is the link that invisible world, it, it links the visible world which is the control center of all human life. We stand on the frontier between two worlds when we pray. Therefore James says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man has great effect. James 5:16. And when two Christians get together there is a geometric increase. I like that. A mathematical configuration of persuasion in the effect that they have. Oh, my brothers and sisters, we pray for one another. We pray for some brother or sister who may have fallen out of the fellowship, may not be living right. We pray. We pray for other things in the church that God will intercede and convene on our behalf to develop the thing that which we are praying for so he can move some things in our church life and our individual. And I'm a firm believer the church is blessed. (laughs) You're going to be blessed. Uh, Okay. I mean, I get a lot of amens there. I mean, I get, <laughs> we 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 need to gather. We need to be in fellowship, together in prayer. We Zoom, and now we Zoom, the church, meet us on Wednesday night, when the Lord, uh remember, the Lord says the same, we Zoom, Bible school, and prayer meeting first, and we pray, praying for the church. We pray corporately at church on Sunday morning. We pray. Matter of fact, Acts 4, you see the church gather for prayer. They have been persecuted by the Sanhedrin. Uh, also in Acts 12, Peter in prison when the church met and prayed for him, and he was delivered from prison. They could hardly believe it, but it was true. Here is corporate prayer. What is the purpose of prayer like this in your life? Jesus says it right in the answer. It is that we might agree together. <laughs> And then so there's not only uh, intentional living, intentional prayer, but there is intentional fellowship. Verse 20, for where two or three are gathered, together in my name. I am there in the midst. I am there among them. The word translated gathered, Greek root synago from which we get the word synagogue. Because of the Lord is present when two or three of the disciples are gathered together has prayer and authority. He is present too. Oh, my brothers and sisters, just like the word synagogue gathered, it's just like the word church. It refers to an assembling of called out one. And in this sense, any gathering of two or more believers is church when they are gathered in unity because the power and authority of the Lord are present. The agreement between these Christians is a reflection of what has already happened in heaven. And the Lord is present when his people gather. And I don't know about you today, but I'm glad that Jesus is present. I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm glad that we can gather and lift up the name of Jesus. Because it's in that name that every knee shall bow. It's in that name. There's power in that name that we can call on anything And the Bible says it will be done for us on earth as it is in heaven. So what do you think about your proud life right now? Are you being intentional about what you do for Christ? We got to be good stewards of the time we have now because the bible says uh, that one day he's gonna come back for us and i want to be ready when he comes for us i want to call my name when he comes back for us and the reason he's coming back for us uh, is that on a friday night uh, they marched him up calvary's hill uh, nailed nails in his hands uh, riveted his feet uh, pierced him in his side uh, and he died for us uh, he died so we can have a proud life uh, he died so we can have power in his name uh, he died uh, So that we won't have no shame and burden to bear, uh, because we couldn't do this thing on our own, uh, because he died on a whole rugged cross. Uh, They took him off that cross, put him in a borrowed tomb, uh, and he stayed there all night, Friday night. uh, stay there all day Saturday and Saturday night. But the reason why we can be intentional, the reason why we can be restored back in his faith, the reason why I can lift up his name is that early, 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 early. Sunday morning. He got up from the grave uh, so we can get up from our problems. Uh, He keeps giving us chances. Uh, He keeps giving us opportunity uh, to live for him. Uh, Despite all the trials that I face, uh, he keeps on blessing me. Uh, Every time I turn around, uh, there he is blessing me. Uh, Keep on working on me, Lord. Uh, I'm not what I want to be, but Thank God I'm not what I used to be. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Isn't it a good time to praise him? Go ahead, go ahead. Lift up your hands. Go ahead, go ahead. Call his name. No matter what you're going through, you can give him praise. Glory invitation is extended now if you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your, your sins and you would like to get to know him better uh, and get saved allow him to come into your life simply say this prayer Jesus I need you in my life I believe you died and rose again on the third day I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future if you said that prayer uh, is as simple as ABC accept believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org Contact us and someone from our discipleship team I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said it'd be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust Him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line, we love you to life and you can't do anything about it look forward to next week the lord says the same we hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the lord god bless you and we'll see you next week pastor mac